This is Pete Moore. I am on Halo Talk to NYC on location, San Diego, Ursa 2018, with my friend Meredith Poplar, who we've been friends for a very long time, since one of my first Ursas. And uh, you've been uh, an advocate for the industry through your involvement in, in uh, being one of the leaders of Ursa. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Pete. I'm so thrilled to be here. Excellent. So uh, this is my 18th Ursa event. Started started much smaller than where we are today. We had some very grandiose goals of how many people were going to be working out by uh, 2010 and then 2014 and 2016. So I think we've actually hit every you know stretch goal of you know in the U.S. and and globally of how many people we said we're going to belong to some type of fitness center. So congratulations on uh, on actually hitting those those numbers, which at the time seemed you know pretty pretty far out there. They were. They were. We had some grand goals that we did have to keep pushing the bar forward. And ironically, we just in our keynote session this morning put out a new growth goal. Um, I, I'm sorry, it's so new. I don't even know what the numbers are. But it's to not only hit a number, but it's to make sure that every sector increases. So, yep, we will be, we being Ursa, we will be out with some new stretch goal information to your listeners in the very near future. Um, so some people uh, who are listening here probably don't understand the full value of an industry association, how the industry association really is um, an, an organized voice and an, and an organized policy setter or an influencer, which really you know, dictates how people behave, how money moves through a governmental system, and how to make sure that um, everyone is, is striving towards the same goal, which is a happier and healthier and a non-lonely society. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Tell us about what you're you know, most passionate about and, and what we need to have top of mind to be supportive of, of these efforts. Sure. Most people, when they think URSA, they think what we're doing here in San Diego. They think we're a trade show bringing buyers and sellers and new new ideas together. And that is exactly what we want people to know us for. That is what makes the industry exciting and growing and so forth. But the true reason to be part of an industry trade association is a little bit more behind the scenes. We need to bring all sectors of the industry, whether you're just a trainer or a small gym or a large chain, or if you're on the supplier side, only as one industry entity can we really affect change at the political and policy level. So we, URSA, we advocate for the industry in all 50 states and at the, at the federal level to protect the industry from le legislation and regulations, to keep tax-free health club memberships, to hopefully put physical activity and youth sports into health savings accounts. And that's something that can only be done at an industry level. You as single person would have a lot of trouble getting your voice heard but we, there's, you know, uh, 50,000 gyms, hundreds of millions of members. When we put that power together, that's when we can make real things happen. Gotcha. So, so URSA is basically the largest lead box of comments of things that we need to change or things we need to protect, uh, you know, in the, in the industry. In exactly. The, and you're responsible yeah. for that. Yes, I... And how um, are you sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, it's been really fun. I, I do fundraising and PR. The fundraising that I do is to raise money so we can advocate. We have lobbyists 
all over the country. Mm -hmm. And then PR, it's to get the message across to everybody of what we're doing. So we had some really, really exciting legislation that we've been working on for a really long time. It's the FIT Act that would have put exercise, physical activity, sports, health club memberships into HSAs and FSAs. We were so close. You might know that President Trump just signed the omnibus big spending bill today. We were so close to being in there. At the last minute, people pulled it, which turns out it was a good thing that it was pulled, but we we were so close. I could have come to this meeting today with champagne. I didn't, but I could have. What what would have been, uh, describe exactly what, what that would have done? It would have, right now, if you have an HSA or an FSA, a health savings account, you or your family, there's $2,000 that you can put aside. It's pre-tax dollars. You can use that to pay for doctor's visits, prescription drugs, weight loss surgery. You can put it towards true medical expenses. But of course, everybody in our sector, we know that if you were fit, if you started kids in, into sports programs sooner, and if you kept them there longer, you'd need less of those treatments after the fact. So we advocate that exercise and physical activity is medicine and it should be treated as such. So why not give people the personal responsibility to put those pre-tax dollars towards sports or fitness or health? Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So when, when's the next uh, at bat for that type of... Uh the good, news, the good news is, even though we did not make the omnibus, and it's probably good because there's, it, it, you know, it turns out not to be that positive of a bill. There's a lot of pork in there. Um, so we're better off not being tied into it. Uh, we'll have a couple opportunities in the next probably six to eight weeks. And when that happens, you know, my message here is... We, we, URSA, will send out notification, and it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck. Call your representative, call your senator, call your congressman. We need to get the word out. We need your customers calling. So, you know, just we will get the word out. Pete will get the word out for us. Gotcha. So um, well, why, don't, why don't we just do a, a quick insertion of, like, way to go for that? Give, me, give us a web domain link or... Go to ursa.org slash Fit, P-H-I-T. P-H-I-T. Got it? Thank you. We'll wait 30 seconds. Okay, now you're back. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for filling that out. We appreciate that. Um, so on a magnitude of what some of the big pharmaceutical companies have from a lobbying standpoint, maybe, you know, uh, healthcare, uh, military, how much lobbying dollars do we have and how much would you like to see in a realistic, you know, uh, scenario? That's a phenomenal question, and I do get a little envious because we are sitting in meetings and you know on Capitol Hill, and I'll sit next to the guy who's lobbying for sugar or for tobacco or for. Does it say on his shirt like you know? Does he have a name tag that says, <laughs> "I'm here to promote sugar"? No, but he's cigarettes? got he's got a much more expensive suit than than I have. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I raise about five to six hundred thousand dollars a year and it's it's not enough it, it gets us a seat at the table but from the communication side more money would get our voice louder it's it, because you know as everybody knows no, no matter what you're trying to communicate there's so much noise out there and you see on television what the pharmaceutical companies are able to do as far as getting their message out there. So, is yeah, it, more money it, would help. Is there a rule on the size font that they're allowed to use for, like, the side effects? Because I never seem to be able to read them, and they go so quickly. 
I don't really know what that broadcaster like regulation is. I'm sure there's a rule. And all I know is I just hit the age where all of a sudden I needed glasses to read those tiny little fonts. So I hear you. Oh, really? I, I, I haven't met him in 10 years. So let me ask you a, a, a question, kind of put you on the spot here. Who else advocates close enough to what we want that we could piggyback off of their money and their lobbying dollars? You know, that's a really great question. We, URSA has had a lot of partner, partners in the wellness space for, for quite a while now, and we've been working together. But what's exciting with what happened this past month as far as getting fit closer to almost being passed is we got picked up by an, a, a true Health Savings Act reform bill that put us at the same table as other businesses that were lobbying for Health Savings Act reform such as the insurance industry, such as the franchise industry, such as the fast food industry. There's a lot of people out there that want their employees to have more say over where those HSA dollars go. So we are in a, a, a place, we're on a big table right now. Yeah, so we would love to, um, I'll put us on the spot here and on recording, that we would love to be a part of that, those strategy meetings and to see if we can figure out if companies that we work with outside the industry, maybe some good big consumer products companies or apparel companies or you know, large technology companies would, would say, okay, this is what I want my employees to do and I'll, uh, you know, I'll front to, to make sure that that comes to pass. Because it seems like it's, we're up against obstacles that are more related to traditional businesses trying to create a moat around their, their revenue streams than there's anything that there's no logical reason why they would not do what we're asking to do, right? Is there is there a logical argument against like having people spend more money in ta on taxable, you know, non-taxable dollars on their health and fitness? Like, is there any study that came out that said that's a bad idea? No, the only argument I ever heard, and I won't say that it's a good argument, but I, we used to get a lot of pushback from certain lawmakers who wanted to be sure that their constituents went to the doctors and had money to pay for medication and therefore they didn't want their constituents spending money on a gym membership and then not having it for medic medicine. But to me, I get that, but it still is short-sighted and people want personal responsibility and why should a lawmaker in DC who has his own special health insurance plan making that decision? So I've been going to SoulCycle about six days a week, and I, I don't use any of the expenses of the healthcare system. So if you stay healthy, you actually don't even need to to go. Same here. Same here. I've worked for Ursa for 26 years. I, I've seen every health club business model that has existed, and I've yeah. seen very few doctor's offices. So there's a show that I'm sure you've seen. It's called Man vs. Food. You know, I think they should do like a um, like an exercise versus like insert drug here you know like insert pill here it's like if you feel suicidal and lonely don't take this pill anymore it's like if you go to the gym you don't have to take this pill and you won't feel suicidal or lonely i Maybe truly believe i truly believe if we could get people eating better and moving just you know moving a little bit more you know, yeah moving that you don't need to go to soul cycle six days a week it doesn't hurt but you don't need to what you do need to do is get off the couch Agreed, agreed. I'm a little bit of an extreme, though. I'm an extremist. So, um, so look, you've done great work. The, the industry is, is continuing to grow. Um, you know, as you see new people and, and new faces 
does that is that what continues to motivate you? Obviously, you you know you you've been here every year and you see you know incremental change, but I feel like it's starting to feel like monumental change. Is that is that how you feel? What I will say, I just came from the trade show floor, and it, it is a fun trade show. I, I know I'm biased when I say that, but it's true. And I felt like I saw so many more new faces than I normally do. You know, you, maybe it's usually 50-50 of people I've known before versus new faces. And this time walking around, like, nobody stopped me to say hi. It was mostly new faces that didn't know me, which I think is a great thing. And, you know, obviously the economy has a lot to do with it. People have higher consumer confidence right now. They are investing. They're investing in education and new new technology. And I saw that all over the URSA show this week. That's great. Well, Meredith, great work. Um, hope to uh, continue to uh, have more wins on the board. Uh, I will make sure you know standpoint. of them. We'll know of them. We will get them out to our social media constituents. And... Uh, Look forward to, to help continue the pursuit to just make people happier and healthier. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on to Halo Talks. Loved it. Thank you. Thank you.